Hi everyone, this is Deborah Rodriguez and thank you for tuning in to my podcast station once again. We are entering week three. We are almost finished with dismantling divination and we are coming to an end. Very excited to be able to finish with you guys. Um, We are coming into a new teaching um, this week. So if you have your Bibles, go ahead and get those. If you have your um, notes, go ahead and get those as well. Make sure sure you grab something to drink, especially if you're staying in one place. And we're going to hop on in it, into it. Uh, first off, I want to say uh, thank you to all my listeners, uh, everyone who's been keeping me in prayer uh, in this time. I am definitely praying for you as well. Uh, thank you so much for your uh, wonderful comments and voicemails that you've been leaving me. Um, that you're being, you've been getting help and these podcasts have been helping you and giving you so much insight and it's been so comforting to many of you. So I'm so glad that, um, and I'm humble that uh, these teachings are really being able to help you guys and help you move forward. Oh, excuse me, forward. So um, yeah, that's some great things. Uh, it's really exciting. So I've been... Um, recording my uh, podcast early to have it so you guys can have it uh, available for you to listen to any at any time um if you have not listened to the last uh podcast series the last two podcast series uh which was the covenant and before that which was the world war uh, in the mind make sure you go listen to those there are also two sermons that were uploaded as well uh so make sure you go ahead and um listen to those podcasts um, two. So we're going to go ahead and pray. This week's podcast is titled Dismantling Divination. The witch has no authority over God. I'm really going to get into some things along with the next week four. So make sure you tune in and continue to stay subscribed uh, to get uh, notifications. All right. So every week the podcast will be coming in. So I want to go ahead and pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for making it uh, to another week. Um, I am just praying over my fo- uh, followers that are following this um, this podcast and uh, their families. I'm praying for them in this time. I'm praying for their other finances and just every need to be met uh, in the name of Jesus. Uh, God, I just pray that you uh, give them joy in this time, uh, joy in their in their times of of sorrow and just the times of, you know, a misconception and confusions that they might uh, be dealing with in their own lives. I would just pray that you give them clarity, uh, direction as to where they need to go and just uh, free them and give them a, a joy, um, just a joy, uh, Lord. I thank you um, so much for um, allowing me to continue these teachings and uh, gracing me to be able to uh, provide Uh, my experiences to others um, that I've overcome in my life to be able to teach others and give them encouragement. God, I pray that you continue to decrease um, us all every week as we come onto this uh, podcast and learn as you are increasing and the name of Jesus uh, is increasing in these podcasts because that's what it's all about. I give you all honor and glory in Jesus name. Amen. Okay, so we are getting into week three titled The Witch Has No Authority Over God. I love this one um, because um, from my experience and um, just from different things I've experienced in my life, 
Uh, and just, you know, we see it in the movies. In the movies, we see all of these um, movies of, uh, you know, dark uh, movies and all these different things. And um, we see how uh, you have the good side and you have the bad side. Despite if the if the movie is about, you know, many listeners, you might have seen Harry Potter. Some people, Christians, they say, you know, you don't watch Harry Potter. But I actually love Harry Potter because even though it's talking of, you know, they're doing all this stuff in it, I don't see... I'm looking at the um the 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 good and the the bad, you know, the good side, the light, the light and the dark. And um you know, of course if my if I let my children watch something like that, I'll have to explain um I'll make sure I explain to them you know, the the concept of the movie and you know, tell them, "Hey, you know, this is not this is you know, witchcraft and these different things, but this is not uh, the the purpose of this, so I'll be able to explain, you know, um, to see how good always wins in the end, and that's what uh, taught me as a as a child because I grew up on Disney movies that have, you know, movies like Cinderella and 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 Bibbidi Bobbidi Boo, you know, and uh, I know what these things were as, as in Halloween. Um, for Halloween, I even dressed up as like a witch. You know, I didn't see anything. I dressed up as a bride once. And, you know, I used to go trick-or-treating and all these different things. Uh, I don't celebrate Halloween. You know, it's not something I celebrate. But I I do remember getting the can- the candy and the different things like that. Um, and, um, you know, I don't look at dressing up in a costume as, you know, you're going to hell or anything. But I don't just celebrate it like it's like a big old, you know, function or celebration uh like most people uh do but um I do I do remember watching things like you know Halloween Town and all those movies those are my those are some great movies and they taught me some great lessons so I I definitely um those are definitely something that I will probably uh have continue to um you know show you know my children like Cinderella and all these different things and all these movies because we see the witch in these movies you know we see the the antagonist and we see the protagonist in these movies and we see how it ends you know the chronicles of narnia is a good is a a great movie if you're a christian to watch um you know you see the the uh, lion the chronicles of narnia the lion the witch and the wardrobe if you really want to see something that's a great movie uh to watch uh so many movies to watch um that really show you know so much um, recently I went to, I was so excited. Uh, this was last year, but I went to the Sim- Houston Symphony and they were playing the Harry Potter. And, uh, that was just so fun. I went to that event and I was like really excited because like I said, the theme song, those things are still, it's, it doesn't have to mean that it's a part of me that I'm into a witchcraft or I'm into these type of things. But, um, the, the movie was just so inspirational to me in my life as a child, you know, growing up, um, you know, but I'm pretty sure, uh, as if any other household where no, we're not watching that, you know, but if you explain to your kids, you have to be careful also what you are in, putting in and, uh, engaging into your, letting your children see, but Harry was, was just reminded me of myself so much, you know, because he, he was cursed with this, you know, with this, with this, um, this spell, you know, this curse, which, uh, altered his, um, you know, his, his giftings and different things like that, you know, and how he was able to really understand the dark side, which was Slytherin and all of this other stuff simply because of that. So 
it just shows, you know, deliverance and coming out of something old. But it, it was just uh, uh, something that was um, uh, that, that was uh, inspirational to me as a child. So anyway, we're going to get into it. The witch has no authority over God, okay? Now, if you haven't seen it, really want you to watch the Chronicles of Narnia. And, you know, Aslan represents the lion in the movie. Kind of that represents, like, spiritually like God. And, you know, you have the witch, which represents the dark side. I really check out that movie. That's a good movie if you can check out the whole series. So I want to go ahead and uh, get into our scripture. We have a few... Um, uh, scriptures that we're going to be focused on today. The first one is Daniel 2 and 27. And it says, Daniel answered to the king, uh, answered the king and said, No wise men, enchanters, magicians, or astrologers can show to the king the mystery that the king has asked. Refer- so basically, the king has asked. Basically, what happened was there, the, the king was uh, getting ready to be judged by God, okay? And there was a writing on the wall, all right? There was a writing on the wall that really freaked everyone out. They didn't understand what it was. The king kept having dreams. He didn't understand what the writing was. So, so he was getting all these dreams and corrections, and he was getting all this stuff. And he didn't, he didn't, know, he didn't know what the interpretation was. Um, and God was, God was, was showing him that, you know, he was getting ready to be judged in a specific area. And it just, it just reminds me sometimes we think, you know, because we've, we've are, we have a high title or, uh, we're going through things that we don't make mistakes and like God won't judge us. And he still corrects us. He corrects everyone. He corrects everybody in authority, whatever. We still can face judgment. doesn't matter what level you are on. So the king was you know freaked out about all this stuff and so he could not he could not um he couldn't understand what it was saying but he saw that it was like writing with like blood on the wall so um what happened is he called in all of the uh he called in like all of the witchcraft of people you know the astrologers the people that see you know they see things too so he called them in people that can come in the room and see if there's a ghost in the room or where the ghost was or if it was a spirit in the corner all of that different things he called every every single person in that had this power or you know this this is their thing to be able to figure out what is this translation like what is what is going on so he called these people in you know this is how they were back in there and they couldn't they couldn't you know interpret it so the bible says they could not interpret they couldn't even tell interpret what this was saying he brought in every single person that you magicians enchanters all these people and they couldn't interpret and back then it was very rare it was very rare because the kings the kings um in this time they depended on their astrologers all these people they had these people around them all the time these are the people they consulted you know they consulted uh psychics they could to tell them hey what's going on getting ready to go on and the psychics would be able to tell them you know it's not saying that they have like um you know, they didn't have like in, intuition or they couldn't see things, but they weren't above God in what they were able to see. That's important. Like the moon and the stars are not above God. God is above all of that. The universe is not above God. The universe, God created the universe. So, I mean, like, it's like universe telling God what to do and God created it. I mean, it's, 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 you know, you, you can't depend on it. So he called these witches and stuff because these are the only people that were around, but there were no people really in the land 
you know, people didn't really know about Daniel. He had a gift of interpretation similar, you know, similar to what I talked about the story of Joseph um, and how he also had a dream of interpretation. A dream of interpretation is one of the spiritual gifts. Uh, God has also graced me with, with to be able to interpret dreams and different things like that as well. It's it's not something that nobody can't have. It's not like just this old rare thing. You you see it. Some people have it. Uh, some people have the gift. Uh, some people have the interpretation of tongues uh, as well. They can understand what you know. So every God gifts us with different uh, spiritual gifts. You know, prophecy. You got all these different gifts, and so. Um, you you rarely see these people around or you know you don't um you don't really um they weren't popular you know in this time they these people only depended on the witches and you know magicians and different things like that which because that's all the access they had okay so basically they could not they could not tell him anything he could they couldn't tell him anything so it says and when Isaiah 8, 8 we're going to go uh, skip to Isaiah 8 and 19. And when they say to you, inquire of the mediums and to the necromancers, which are enchan- enchanters or witches slash warlocks, who chirp and murder, should not, should not a people inquire their God? Should they inquire of the dead on behalf of the living? So basically, this tells you God. God sent a judgment and interpret that that needed to be interpreted. It was God who sent it. So, the this Bible verse is saying, why do you go consult witches and your ancestors and you know these warlocks and different things to to tell you an interpretation that only God gave you? You know, God is living. He's a living. He's a living being. And so, why are you consulting to someone who is who is not? not saying that their spirit is not alive their spirit is alive but their spirit has has no uh it's it's, it doesn't have authority to really come back to you if something is coming back to you like that that's that's not coming from god which we already talked about the divination okay so yes you have angels and different things like that but in the spiritual realm a, a physical these the if a person has passed away they cannot coming to the other side this is why you know we, we'll get into that even more but you have demonic spirits they have they have to have a home they have to have a fleshly home to be able to possess or come into they cannot uh just just come and have permission to just pop up and, and come in your face like that you know what i mean so basically they're saying why should you inquire you know why do you inquire of the dead on behalf of the living so it's basically saying so why do you why do you you know if you're going through something you know we most times well uh i'm 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 talking to my ancestors today you know or i'm i'm doing this to my ancestors and you're trying to figure out this stuff out and your ancestors can't tell you they can't tell you what's coming in the future or the present they're not in the present they're in the past they don't they can't see what's what's coming up ahead they don't have the authority to figure out what's in in the midst or trying to get get ahead and so what's happening is we're trying to get a head start and we're trying to get a cheat sheet from the spirits of the dead and you have no idea that they aren't working on god's behalf those answers you are getting are not coming from the god above 
they can only give you a certain access and many times it's not the full picture they don't have access to the full picture this is why a lot of people's lives is in shambles and you are not growing because you're constantly trying to go in a direction you have no idea what what these spirits or whatever is talking to you or telling you to go you know i remember um this this person um gave me a word and this was a witch believe it or not and uh i didn't know she was a witch at the time i mean i i did after she gave me this gift and she kept trying to get me to put it in my uh like my dance studio um i remember and i didn't know that she like i was just talking to her but i knew she was you know i knew that she was when she gave me uh this thing i i knew that she was um you know like into some other things but we were talking you know we were talking in my office and I just remember later after that my sister um told me a dream she had and she said uh I saw you in a dream and you were talking to this witch she was like are you okay and she said I was in my office and there was a lady in my in my office that had a hat over on her head like a witch hat and I said, oh, yeah. I said, oh, oh, yeah. That was, that was a, um, uh, that was just a parent. Like, that was just someone we were talking about, you know, uh, just some things. And uh, I was just giving her some advice. And she was like, yeah, you know, she's, I saw her as a witch in the spirit. So she didn't tell me until after everything played out. But this woman had gave me this, this, um, this wall lamp. And she was very eager for me to plug it up in my studio. It was very green. It looked very weird. And it was like it had this green light. So I remember plugging it in uh, in my office. And I kept trying to like, that's how I can tell when something is wrong. Because I kept trying to like anoint it or pray over it. So I knew something was wrong with it. And, um, you know, and then I said, God, if this is not from you, uh, destroy it. And so I remember going pour out the oil and it broke. It just broke. The whole thing broke. I didn't even break it. It just broke. And so I remember she came back and she said, um, she said, um, did you, you know, did you plug, her daughter kept, you know, whoever the girl, she kept asking, did you, you know, uh, such and such ask, did you put in the lamp yet? And I said, oh yeah, I have it at home. You know, I just told her I had it at home, but I didn't have it at home. You know, I had it, I, it was gone. God destroyed it. So it was funny because God already revealed to me that it wasn't from him, but she was, she was trying to send me this gift. And I'll get into that in week four about how objects, people will give you objects to put into your environment to kind of curse and hex your environment. So that's what she was trying to do, uh, in the midst. And some people think that they're trying to help you by doing certain things to get you to come over to their form of thinking, like you're brainwashed. And that's not even the case. You're not brainwashed. Like this is just your decision. So obviously this is what she was trying to do so I remember she told me she said well the spirit told me you're gonna marry this guy at this time I was I was uh talking to this guy and he was really close to me and she had told me that and and I told her I said well the, well God didn't tell me that because she she said the spirit told me that you this is this is uh you're gonna marry him you know and I said and and but God was showing me that he was a distraction you see so I wasn't we weren't on the same page whoever was telling her that wasn't wasn't right now there was some things that 
uh, I remember her just mentioning me like, you know, I was going, I was going to relocate and different things. It wasn't that she wasn't correct about that, but it was, it was things that I, you know, I took with a grain of salt because I didn't know where her, her intuit, her voice, those voices were coming from, you know, but when I heard, when she said that, I was like, no, you know, the Lord didn't tell me that. Uh, and that, that was, a, believe it or not, that was a distraction. So anyway, going, getting into it, um, we want to know so much about our life. We want to, uh, figure out what's happening way ahead. And what we're doing is we're getting uh, beside ourselves and we're trying to rush in front of God to try to manipulate time when we can't see that far. Even if someone can see that far ahead, it's very important not to speak, um, before you're supposed to speak, even if your God has given you a gift of, of prophecy or, or to say something, it is very important not to go try to manipulate that and change it. Because once you see something and you try to go uh, stop it or change it, like I said in the last podcast, you're putting yourself in a in a in a uh, depth, and it's in and it ends really bad. So these these people could not interpret what God was trying to say. They couldn't interpret it because they didn't know. They were coming. They were trying to listen to voices that were coming from the dead, coming from you know the little Ouija boards, all these different stuff. They were trying to listen to all this stuff to come up with what God was saying, and they couldn't get it because it was coming from God. There are some things that are closed off to these witches and different things that are trying to figure out about your life. They're trying to consult psychics and different things, and they're trying to figure out what's going to happen to you next. And they're confused, and they're having these false visions and trying to figure out why can't they get access to it or get access to what your life is because God blocks certain things off when he knows that these people are trying to consult and they're trying to come and harm the purpose. God will protect you and block this off. This is why our podcast this week is the witch has no authority over God. We're going to get into how I'm going to tell you guys a story of how certain things you might think, okay, well, um, this might last forever or I'm experiencing this and this is going to happen or whatever. No, the witch has no authority over God. It might, it might, um, it might be temporary. You might see stuff actually happening. You know, you might see how things, things might play out the way you think it's going to play out, but it has no authority. They don't, they don't know the full picture. They're not going to see the full picture. So it's in Daniel four and seven, it says the magicians, the enchanters and the Chaldeans and astrologers came in and told, and he told, and I told them the dream. This is what the King said. And I told them the dream, but they could not make known to me its interpretation. The King asked them, but they could not make known to him what came from God. They couldn't tell him anything. I remember God revealed to me, this was a friend I had. This was a close friend. Uh, for a few years and God revealed to me this person going to a psychic for actually for years on my behalf trying to figure out what was the next stop, what was this next step in my life and so I kept seeing it and I you know believe it or not I was still this person's friend but I kept seeing it and I kept like God would kept revealing to me and um basically they were they were going to this psychic in the spirit 
And I kept seeing them, you know, talking to, going to this psychic and, you know, trying to come to me and get a little information, but, or wondering, getting upset, wondering why they couldn't have access, but they were going to this psychic trying to get information. And God revealed to me that they only, they only, the psychic could only tell them my past, my past life of the, the, the bad things that I experienced and all of the, the, um, you know, the things that I've experienced and that's the only thing they had access to. So sometimes the enemy will try to use what he, the past that he has access to because he can't get, he cannot see the future. And so this psychic couldn't, I saw the psychic getting frustrated and they couldn't figure out what the, the future was and they couldn't, it was blocked off to them. When I tell you God will protect you, God will protect you. He he will not. He will show them false things and visions, and have them going the opposite way because they're trying to come in into your environment and destroy what you have. And He will show them an opposite. He will show them. You know, you they might think you one place and you another place. They might think you at one location and you done already left. This is how God works because He's always going to tell you. He's always going to protect you from the enemy. In all these stories in the Bible, God told God, the enemy was going left. God told his servants to go right. It was always like that. And he was, he will always protect you. He will show you what's happening. There were so many times where God told me to get up and move because I was, my life was in danger. He would show me a dream and reveal to me, even, even in the situation when uh, these three men came to my home, God told me before they walked up to my door, I had somebody there, but they didn't know I had somebody there because the first, the, the, the day before, uh, the, the one guy came and he was dressed up and he said, uh, it was, I was living in a townhouse and he said, excuse me, is there any, uh, there any Hispanic men living here? He was trying to see if I was, uh, if I lived alone so he can have access and I said, no, it's only me. But keep in mind, I had someone on the side of me that was hiding that didn't know that they were there because they didn't, they didn't know. So the next day, the same guy comes with two other men and they come. And I went upstairs to take a nap and I told, uh, I told my sister she was downstairs and I said, someone is going to knock on the door. I didn't know this, these, this man was going to come back, but I had a dream and I saw uh, these three, I saw three men trying to hurt me in a dream. That's what I saw Uh, three days before the incident. I had the dream. So I didn't understand the dream, but I saw the truck they were driving. I saw everything and they saw that they were trying to hurt me. So when they came back, I didn't know that they were going to come back. I didn't know, but the spirit of God revealed to me. And I told my sister, I said, somebody is going to knock on the door. She said, what are you talking about? What do you mean? I said, I don't, I don't know when, but somebody's going to knock on the door. Do not, whatever you do, do not open the door. So I went upstairs. I went upstairs and I took a nap and we heard a knock at the door. It was about 30 minutes into my nap. And my spirit kind of like jumped a little bit. And I said, who is it? She said, it's three men at the door. Ooh. Thank you, Lord. She said, it's three men at the door. I said, don't open it. So they kept knocking and banging. It was three tall. She said, it was three tall men. I didn't go look. I was just too, I didn't, was going to be even more traumatized. I didn't go look because I knew what they were going to do. And uh, I didn't know these men anything. And I said, "Uh, what do they have on? She said, well, they have on like some suits. It's like three Hispanic guys. 
and uh you know big tall guys i said uh, get my get my camera and uh put my camera through the peephole uh uh and um take a picture and so they end they ended up leaving and so uh i came downstairs we stayed in the whole day i did not come out we stayed in the whole day and i got my camera so we took we zoomed in got pictures of their license plate etc and um you know just in case and and when the next day when i walked outside there was a red enhancement drug pill open on my doorstep and god revealed to me this is what their mission was their mission was to bust in and and take advantage of me because they thought i was alone by myself but he protected me so what i'm trying to say is and in the dream i had three days prior to the incident i saw myself block i put something up and, and the men were shooting at me it showed them shooting, but it showed them uh, attacking me, basically. And God, and it, I, I put something up and it blocked it. So God revealed to me that it was going to be blocked. So in this situation, this was a very scary situation. And people probably wouldn't understand it. Like, okay, well, maybe they could have been going doing something else. But no, he had revealed to me that um, there was a lot, there was a, uh, there was a lot of things going on in the um, in the apartment, the little town place, house place where I was at. There was a lot of human trafficking. There was a lot of things, and um, I would take out the trash, and I would see one the guy. I would see him. I'm guessing he was the recruiter guy, but I would see him watch me take out the trash. You know, up and down, he would watch me, and they would drive their truck around where I was living, and um, you know. I thank God that that God showed me what would happen, but it ended up not happening. You know, and everybody everybody doesn't experience that in their life to be able to see something and, and just be able to move quickly and and, and protect themselves because they really don't know. You know, so so I thank God for the for the uh, the discernment. You know that He has given me uh, to see. You know, and to be able to 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 protect myself. And so let, back getting into it. Um, we have to be, we have to be careful with trying to, uh, we, you know, I tell people all the time, you know, the gifts that I have, I see things. Yes, I might see things ahead. You know, I see discernment. I, I can, I, you know, it, but there's some things that I, God reveals to me that, uh, it's very heavy on my heart. It's very hard. Uh, you know, I had a dream of this guy committing suicide and some things some dreams that i have it can be the person sometimes it's the person that is close to a person and so i had a dream of the the guy committing suicide and uh the guy was a police officer and this recently happened around april and uh i saw but i saw a dream of the per- a person i knew and um i saw him basically how it happened what he did and uh I um I I got up it was 2 a.m and I called you know the guy I know and I said hey please please you know I said uh are you okay what's wrong you know you don't have you don't have to uh I don't say I don't know if this is you or somebody else but you don't have to do with this you know you don't have to do this and I was trying to I didn't know the other person personally so I couldn't 
contact him personally and tell him hey you know god you don't have to like god loves you you know you don't have to do this so god showed me this was a person that was related to someone that i knew you know so i got up and told him that and i guess he didn't understand or didn't know and i was warning him about it and so three days later the guy uh, uh someone in his family committed suicide and it was this, it was it was and when i looked i saw that that's what god was showing me because it looked like him but it was just they was just related to someone that i knew and uh he committed suicide and, and i was i was in bed all day and i was very sad because i said you know god why didn't you you know I could I I you showed me but I feel like I let you down you know how could I how was I gonna know you know I didn't know him and I was very sad God said you know you don't have control you don't have control over it you tried to pray you tried you know but he showed he showed me to prepare you know to tell to tell someone and to pray hey this is gonna happen and I was like there's things that I see that I don't that's not so good and there's things that I have to tell people that's not really not so good. So it's not really something I just play with. You know, it's not something that you go around manipulating and trying to destroy people's life and try to change and, and do this and do that to them because it's, it's, ser- it's serious stuff. When you mess with people and you do these type of things, your life can be taken because you're, mess- you're playing with God. You're messing with God. You're messing with the authority of God trying to 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 put hexes and do things on people and they didn't do anything to you you're messing with god when you do those type of things and so so many people that get we get ourselves tied up into this stuff and we want to figure out things and we don't know because god's protecting he's protecting his children he's not going to let you just come in and you can and you might be able to get away with stuff it might work for a minute but it's going to come back on you and it's not going to last It says, you know, Deuteronomy 4.19, And beware lest you raise your eyes to heaven, and when you see the sun and the moon and the stars and the hosts of heaven, you be drawn away and bow down to them and serve them. Things that the Lord your God has allotted to all the people's un- people under the whole heaven. Sometimes God will we'll have these fascinating things in our life, the moon, the sun, they're beautiful, and then we start worshiping them like they God. And that's the problem now. We think that the universe is the Lord is God. We we think we God in the universe, you know, the universe told me this, the universe is working in my favor, the universe is the universe that and the universe is basically the moon, the stars and the space and everything like that. And I understand you know people's perception that they feel like hey there's something higher but this is what he's saying in deuteronomy he's saying you know i I give you this you start worshiping this same thing back in the king's day they start worshiping calves they start worshiping who look look who we worshiping either we worshiping the world we worshiping these celebrities worshiping beyonce they started this whole church and all this stuff we worshiping all these entertainment industries and all these people and god is bringing this stuff down because we start, we get into the relationship, we worship in the relationship. We feel like we're not even ourselves anymore because we're too busy trying to uh, do all this stuff that we know we haven't did before. We're losing ourselves and we start to idolize this relationship. 
You know, one good thing comes in our life and we want to worship it. Just because something good is happening and comes in your life, you don't, you, you don't, you don't just worship it because you start to lose. See, the danger, the danger of putting things as idols before God is because we lose, we start to lose ourselves. We start to lose, lose ourselves. We start to go into these religious fallacies, just all of these different things. And we lose the the true purpose and the true awareness of ourself. We start feeling like we got to pay this and pay that to get get ahead. And we got to do this and we got to sacrifice. We got to give, we got to sacrifice our kids and and give our kids to this man for him to love us. We start, it, it warps our whole thinking and our whole mindset. And the Lord didn't intend that uh, for us. He didn't intend that for us, for us to worship and get ourselves pulled into stuff, bowing down to all these other gods. That's not what he, 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 he intended us uh, for. You know, I remember I was in this organization. It was, it was similar to Greek. I think I told you guys about it, you know, and in the last podcast. And, you know, um, I was in high school. And my name was like a star in the moon, big sister blue moon. I would, you know, put blue goddess on my on my social media pages and different things like that. You know, and I was listening to Beyonce and just all these different things and talking about zodiac signs and I was doing yoga and it was just shaping my whole mindset to just shaping it around these moons and stars and all these different things. You know, and in this time, um, yes, I believed in God or whatever. But at this time, all of these different things was trying to shape uh, my belief and just pushing me in another, another way. And I wasn't even having prophetic dreams. I, wasn't ha- I was having nightmares, believe it or not. My prophetic dreams kind of just, I was having, I was, see- I was still seeing dreams, but I wasn't really seeing them as much, you know. And it was just shaping my whole mentality of, of, of different things. And um, I just was having, I was having nightmares a lot in high school because of just a lot of things I was going through. And I just, I didn't see a lot of warnings. I had discernment, but I didn't see a lot of warning that I saw now, you know, that God revealed to me now. And, and after that, when the Holy Spirit, you know, revealed to me. And so I want to share something with you guys to let you guys know that these these high, all this higher thinking, this chakra and all this stuff, and we're gonna get into that in week four. This this doesn't have the power to to stop what God is doing in your life. It doesn't. You we see all these movies and we see the movies and and, and I'm I'm gonna talk about two movies. Uh, growing up in Disney, uh, like I did, but I remember uh, one of the movies is uh is the Sleeping Beauty. You know Disney. And I remember when Maleficent put the curse on Aurora and the, the little fairies came and they said, we cannot reverse the curse, but we could, we could, uh, we, we, we can, we can, we can fix it. We can, we can see what we can do. That's what they said. And so they prayed and they, and Aurora and Maleficent said she cursed her that she die. Right? So, um, what happened with Aurora is Aurora she was you know she was a little baby in her little crib or whatever and the little the little um 
the, the little fairies came and they and they prayed. They did another little whatever they did, and they said she doesn't die. My gift is that she doesn't die, that she goes into a deep sleep. And look what happened. She went and she in the movie she didn't die. And when she see the prophecy couldn't be changed. She said she's going. She said I'm. You're gonna go and you're gonna prick your finger and you're gonna die. But she pricked her finger and she went into a deep sleep. So it shows you that, yes, darkness is powerful, but it's not as powerful as God. It's not as powerful as it can't stop. It can alter things and try to get it, but it's it's not going to to stop the full, the main ending. And that's what you got to know today. I was, it was a movie that I, I, it came out in 20, 2007 and I ended up watching it maybe 2017 but it was it's called uh, Cinderella a twist in time and so oh this was a good movie because they showed what happened if Cinder what, what happened if she never got to the, the to the kingdom or to into the prince like it would happen if it never happened like if it went backwards so what happened is in the movie it was so spiritual to me even though it was about like all this stuff but it was so spiritual because it talked it, it showed the fairy uh godmother uh they uh, uh uh Anastasia wanted the prince so Anastasia envied Cinderella's love and with what her and the prince so she wanted it for herself so she went and she stole the wand basically like she stole to me I saw it as like she stole the, the prophecy you know the, the wand so she stole the wand and they ended up the the she ended up pointing the wand at the fairy godmother on accident the godmother froze so she was frozen all this time. So she could not help Cinderella in this time. So the God, the, the, uh, the God mom, the, um, the, uh, evil stepmother had the wand now. She took the wand. So she was in control. So they reversed Cinderella's whole life and put her back into when she was in the castle and she was going through all this bad stuff. And what happened was, they put her back to that they uh she didn't have the prince she wasn't with the prince so instead of cinderella fitting the slipper anastasia ended up getting in the slipper going to the castle and so the prince knew that anastasia was not the one for him listen to this the prince knew that anastasia wasn't the one for him but anastasia wanted love so bad Anastasia's mom wanted her to be with the prince because the prince had the inheritance. Come on. And so she hexed the, the prince. They went to the castle. Cinderella went trying to go fix everything, trying to get the prince to remember her. The prince didn't remember her because he was under a spell. Uh, the, the, the stepmother put, a, put him under a spell so that he couldn't remember the dance with Cinderella he couldn't remember that that was his husband that God showed him in a dream come on he couldn't remember none of it because it was under he was under this spell this hex that they put him under so he had to settle with old Anastasia and he didn't like Anastasia he just was he just they just put this little temporary little thing on him to try to get him to, to marry the wrong person God, 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 ooh. Tried to get him to marry the wrong person. This whole time, they said, okay, well, we got to get rid of Cinderella. 
So they tried to push Cinderella out, hoping that she would give up because she kept she kept running, trying to chase them. So they tried to put them on a boat. The little mice came to the prince and said, hey, hey, you marrying the wrong one. This is the slipper. You you marrying her. You forgot you marrying the wrong one. This is the slipper represent the promise. This is the promise for you. This is this is who she is. So he understood these mice. Listen, listen how God, listen what what God can do. People can put something over your life, but it's not going to stop what's really meant for you to do. The prince ran back to get get Cinderella, touched his hand. This is how he knew. He knew because he touched her hand. This is how he knew that this was the one when he touched her hand. He didn't feel that spark he felt. See, they've had a hex on him, but he couldn't feel that spark that he felt with Anastasia like he felt with Cinderella. That's how he knew she wasn't the one. When he got into the presence of Cinderella, he knew that that was his wife spiritually. I'm going to tell you something. You can have sex with that person, be with that person, shacking up with that person. You can have a ring. You you still probably ain't the one. But when you the one, nothing can stop you from being together. If nothing can stop, I want to tell somebody over here, nothing can stop your destiny. You can, you can, it don't matter if you got a felon. It don't matter if you went to jail 10 times. It don't matter if they don't like you. It don't matter if you don't got no money. It don't matter if you've been homeless. It don't matter who you are. It don't matter if you LBGT. It don't matter if they don't accept you in a church. It don't matter if they won't hire you. God is going to push and move everything that's supposed to be for you. Nobody can stop it. He went back and got Cinderella, took her back to the castle, kicked the other two out. They still wasn't done yet. They decided to emulate. Ooh, look at this. They decided, she said, okay, you don't want to marry Anastasia, I'm gonna turn Anastasia into Cinderella. That's this is how ooh, this is how much that they wanted and they envied the promise that Cinderella had. They went as so far to change themselves into her. We see it all the time. People will people will sit there and bully you out of your position. They will sit there and curse your name and chase you off of social media and make you sing they, because they want to be you so bad. They want to kick you out so you don't talk no more. You don't show your face and you don't smile. So they try to do everything you got so they can. So you can see, I'm going to tell you the spirit of envy, the spirit of envy's job is to kick you out of your place and that so they can take it because they can't take the seed, the fact that you growing and you walking into your purpose. Some people can't take the fact that you are walking and moving in your purpose and you are happy and they can't destroy you. So they're going to try to be like you. And what envy does, it's a dangerous, nasty spirit. It's going to say, you know what? Oh, I can't beat them. I can't take them. So I got to kill them. So what happened is the, the stepmother sent Cinderella on a pumpkin and 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 a, a little evil pumpkin turned her cat Lucifer into a coachman, and 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 Cinderella was driving off on the way to get killed, to die off a cliff. She got out and escaped out of that pumpkin, and she got on a horse and ran to the castle. The prince was about to marry the wrong woman. Woman, guess what? It was Anastasia. Looked just like Cinderella in the same dress, same face, same head thing, same rap, same voice stepmother was behind the curtains waiting until the I do to seal a covenant that wasn't from God when I tell you the promise versus the premise 
some of y'all on here got a promise that the enemy trying to take away but he can't he can put whatever spell hex whatever he can put you down curse you out bully you but it is not going to stop your purpose the prince told anastasia and said you're my one and only cinderella anastasia was shook in her spirit she said i don't want to be your one and only cinderella i want to be the one you love they were getting ready to take the vows cinderella was on that the real cinderella was on that horse rushing to the wedding try to take take back her husband they had the guards at the gate she couldn't get in come on y'all she couldn't even get in got into it got into that gate dress was all ripped up It was time for Anastasia to say her vows. And Anastasia said, I don't. Instead of I do. She said, I don't. And she said, Cinderella came in and, and said, wait. They looked around. The prince didn't know what was going out. The king fell out and fainted. The stepmother came out with the wand and tried to stop it. She tried, she was so mad because she wanted the she wanted her daughter to marry that prince, even when that prince wasn't the one. Came out, tried to stop it. The stepmother waved that wand to turn them into a toad. The prince put his 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 sword up and it turned the stepmother and, and uh Griselda into a toad. The real Cinderella ended up marrying the prince. But look how much heck she had to go through to get there. I'm trying to tell you a curse can can slow you down, but it's not going to stop you. Who you supposed to be with, it can slow you down, but it's not going to stop you. A counterfeit ain't going to marry the real one. You might get into that marriage, but you're not going to last. That little love, hex, whatever you're doing, going to probably last, but it's going to wear off. He going to realize you're not the one. He gonna start smelling it in the spirit and say, okay, you know what? This ain't this ain't with God. Something ain't right about this. She gonna know you're not the one. She gonna know you, you know, you you just a man coming in as a distraction. She gonna realize it eventually. No witch has the power over God. I don't care how powerful you are. I don't care how many hexes you put. I don't care how many hexes you put to make that baby die or whatever you're trying to do in that person's life. It's not going to work. Because God's going to show him a way out. And he's going to always bring anything that God said he's going to bring to pass. He's going to bring to pass. It don't matter if it takes 10 years. It's going to come back together the way it's supposed to come. And it's not going to stop. Even if you're on here listening today and you say, you know what, I'm, I've been doing these, I'm trying to stop this person. You're not going to stop nothing. Nothing. The only thing that's going to stop something is God because he has the true authority. No demon, witch, in hell, nothing is going to stop your purpose. These people couldn't interpret what was, what was they, they couldn't tell him what was on the wall. They couldn't tell him what the writing on the wall. It was only the spirit through David, through God, the prophet, his mouthpiece that told him what was going on. They couldn't even, they didn't have the power. You can stop somebody. You can try to put this and stuff, but you don't got, you don't got the overall part. God got the last, got the last say. So what happened was, 
David uh, Daniel ended up telling the Daniel ended up telling the king the dream. He didn't the king didn't listen. Exactly how the dream came to him as a as a, as a uh, judgment. It, that's exactly what it uh, what happened. That king ended up turning to a beast. Imagine, imagine God telling you something and you're going to be judged and you don't listen to him and you turn into a dog and you got to eat dog food for the rest of your life. Because you don't want to listen and, and, and he trying to warn you and you think you can get out of it. It's the same thing. If you are in or you are playing with the, the spiritual realm and you're manipulating with people's life and you're speaking not from the voice of God. You putting curses on people's life? You trying to stop and detour their life because you mad? Oh, woe to you. You about to get the biggest... You, it, the judgment comes back a hundredfold. Y'all sitting here doing these read, tarot readings and thinking you, oh, you somebody mad at you and you want to keep, you want to uh, think you're doing that little voodoo crap and that's, and that's working? You, you put, putting curses on yourself. I remember working in this in this uh in this in this school, and this was before I really knew what I really didn't know understand. But I did, but I was quiet. And God showed me these two people praying witchcraft on me, cause they was mad. These two women, and my voice ended. I ended up losing my voice. And I came to work and I, and I caught them talking. I looked at the corner of my eye and, and one of them said it worked. And they started smiling and they ran around the corner. And I didn't say nothing. I went to my class. And I prayed that hex off of me. And I started back talking again. But I didn't tell them. They didn't need to know that I, I knew it was them. I prayed that off of me and started talking again. But God showed me how people will come and try to put stuff on you to try to deter you. That stuff don't affect me. Being jealous and mad and trying to pray all this stuff on people. The same woman had was baking some stuff and it was my favorite. And God told me, he said, don't eat that. Her spirit not right. And she's mad. She's mad at you. It was one of the women who did the little spell thing. And I and I and I got it and I was so happy to, to get it. And right before I put it in my mouth, God said, Don't eat it. And I dropped it in the trash. He said, if I would have ate it, I would have got sick. It's not that anybody else couldn't eat it. Oh, they was they look delicious. It's not that no one else could eat it. I couldn't eat it because the anger that this person had for me was going to come as a, a, as a curse. So I had to throw it away. And I was so disappointed that you, you, do you know your anger put up in you, inside of you? The enemy will use that. People do that all the time. Cook stuff. You got to be careful what you eating from people. And I didn't know it. I didn't know that I couldn't eat it until the Holy Spirit said, no, don't eat that. And I dropped it in the trash. I want to pray. I want to pray right now because... You know, I don't, my, 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 my goal for this, this, this sermon is not to get people to go around being scared, saying I can't eat this or that. No. 
is is to tell you darkness might have power but it doesn't have power over God Satan has power to do things but it doesn't have power over God even in Harry Potter Voldemort was the most powerful wizard one of the most powerful people he did Harry Potter was was Harry Potter but Harry Potter had good in him and and he defeated this person that was so powerful that he was afraid of he was that that dark wizard was so powerful that was the reason of the point of why Harry was powerful himself but Harry was the only one to defeat him Jesus defeated Satan already he took the keys from heaven, from hell. That is already done. He has already died on the cross. It is already finished. Everything that you, no darkness has no power over God. Nothing in your life is going to triumph over God and what God has for your life. Dearly Father, I just thank you for this week's podcast, God. God, I pray that we cast our burdens onto you. We cast our needs onto you, Lord. God, if there is any envy, anger, jealousy in the hearts of anyone that is on this this podcast, God, I pray you release them, that they release it and they forgive and forgive and let it go. Because bitterness turns into hate and hate turns into witchcraft. So God, I pray that, you know, we forgive and let go of this bitterness and anger because we can be praying when we're, when we're, tr- when we're in our corners trying to pray for somebody and we got hate and anger in our heart, we're cursing them. God, I pray that we see the bigger picture and we begin to pray in love. And when we're angry, God, we begin to say, you know, we, we pray in love for our neighbors. We pray in love for the people that hurt us and say, God, you know, they hurt me, but God, I love them. Lord, I pray that you bless them. God, I pray that you prosper their families. We don't pray for things on them that we want. We, we, we don't pray that God curses them or he shuts down their business. Lord, we begin to pray in love for them. God, I pray that anyone on this podcast there is looking right now to be free from unforgiveness and bitterness i pray that you free them right now god you give them you give them strength to let it go not let it go but forgive and allow you to heal them in those specific areas everything is gonna everything can't be let go sometimes we can't let things go and let it pass and, and move forward but god give us the strength to forgive these people as we heal and seek the help that we need Let us be able to heal. Let us be able to uh, ask you, Lord, to teach us, even though it wasn't our fault in some of these situations. What are you trying to show us, God? What grace are you trying to uh, 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 tell us to extend to somebody else? pray that we release all these burdens onto you cleanse our hearts cleanse our mind cleanse us from envy free us from envy in the name of jesus 
competing against our neighbor, trying to stop what they're doing because we mad. God, free us from that. Help us to be content in you, content with what we have, content with our finances, content with our gifts. God, I thank you for it in Jesus' name. God, we give you all the honor and glory. You guys, make sure you email me this week. I am praying for you guys. And subscribe. We are moving into the last week's podcast. I am rooting for you guys. I am praying for you guys. I'm so proud of you to be able to make it to week three. Continue on. Let it go. The anger. The resentment. The envy. God not keeping nothing from you. He has everything for you and you're going to get it. Nothing in hell is going to stop it. Remember that. All right. I will talk to you guys in our next podcast. Bye-bye.